Welcome to the Lost to Limitless cast, hosted by Jack Wilson and Blair Johnston. We want to bring you the very best information within health and fitness that we possibly can to leave you limitless physically, mentally and emotionally. So before we get started, we want to ask one thing. If you enjoy what you hear today, can you please share this with family, friends, social media so that we can help more people? Thank you. Welcome to another another episode of the Lost Limitless Cast, episode ten. Jack, how are you doing today, mate? Yeah, I'm all good, my man. I know I was actually talking about this to one of my mates the other day, and he was saying, "How's the podcast getting on and stuff?" He's like, listened to a few of the first episodes and stuff again because he's sort of behind. He was like, "So what episode, John? Maybe like five, six? I was like, "No, this week's episode 10. <laughs> so I was, once I actually said that out loud, I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty impressive." Um, yeah, I know. How are you this week? How's how's the week been? Good, mate. It's been a good week. I think obviously nah, it's been quite. I feel like it's been a long week for some reason, man. Just yeah, feels like we, should, we feel like we should be on Friday, but we're only on Wednesday. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. But yeah, I feel like I, I don't know about yourself, mate, but this year has just been going mad quick. Like we're in May already. I know. In fact, oh, we're almost halfway through May. Eleven for May. Yeah, eleven for May. Like I don't know. Like, but then you end up getting weeks like this week where you feel like. Feel like time's gone backwards, but no, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Happy to be here. Happy to be doing another episode again. Um, so for you guys listening today, you'll already know by the title by now, so I've clicked on it. But today we're going to be just discussing what we tend to find the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to getting in shape for summer, maintaining shape through summer, uh, getting that summer body. So biggest mistakes in summer, um, as a whole when it comes to nutrition training. Um, and your mental approach uh, because look myself and Jack we've been collectively now coaching so what's that what Jack you must have 10 years experience now just coming up for sort of yeah nine so yeah nine, nine. nine. and I've got about I've got about the same nine ten years so 18 years of experience that seems that sounds old man <laughs> that makes it sound too. really old eh? um, like exactly when you say it like that 18 years experience no but like we were just talking about this before we actually started recording it's just how um common it is that we find when people uh, that, that a lot of people struggle when it comes to summer whether it's either getting into shape whether it's staying in shape and maintaining it or um actually like keeping things after us a lot of people will work towards their summer holidays right which is which is fine that's great if that's what the goal that you want to work towards absolutely fine but we want to discuss the biggest, most common mistakes and how to overcome them um, so that you can um, not end up back to square one for next time round. So, Jack, we'll kick off with yourself, mate. Um, what do you think one of the biggest mistakes that people tend to make here? For me, sort of one of the biggest mistakes I see, and I'm going to, for me, I'm going to talk, my first one's going to be about actually getting in shape, actually, like now thinking, right, I've got a summer holiday booked or whether it's away with the girls, away with the boys, away with the partner, family holiday, whatever it is, all that you know naturally, you just want to get in shape. You may not have a holiday, but you just want to get in shape for holiday. And for me, it's the biggest thing is just not giving yourself enough time. Now, I know this might sound like a broken record. You might be seen this or heard this a hundred million times, but it's so, so true because then now when you leave that too late, what we tend to see is you then have to do things that really don't want to do. And yes, okay, part of getting in shape is doing things you've never done before, like we spoke before. But what I mean by that is 
you're now having to really maybe cut out foods that you don't want, really want to cut out or really go real hard, aggressive and obsessive and really restrictive when it comes to, again, foods or whether it's training, whether it's output, loads of cardio, loads of steps, loads of training, and ultimately it's just not enjoyable because you've just left it too late. Realistically, again, I think we spoke about this before, you need to be looking at roughly anywhere between sort of 10 and 12 weeks absolute minimum. That's going to give you enough time to create new habits, build new habits, get into, as Blair said at the start, sort of get that sort of mental state right. Because that's one of the big things we see. You leave it now, it's like, yeah, I booked a holiday. Chances are you booked a holiday at the start of the year, mm-hmm. off in February, March, April, May, for maybe July, August, maybe even September, October. But you'll wait to maybe six weeks before you go on holiday. And then bang, cool, right, let's get the dieting pants on. Yeah. But ultimately, you're never going to, one, you're, gonna, you're not going to get the result that you really want. Because the chances are, it's going to be below surface level. It's going to be below just getting in shape. There's going to be a lot more probably underlying issues there with confidence, self-doubt, self-belief, all those sort of good things. Again, I say good things because they are good things, but they are going to creep in. So you're not really going to give yourself time to overcome that. And then, like I say, you're going to have to go for some sort of crash diet, cookie-cutter program, which ultimately is going to leave you with not the results you want, possibly more unhappy. And then you're like, well, what was the whole point in that? I'm not going to go on holiday, not happy, not confident. Mm-hmm not really looking forward to sort of getting into my clothes really. I think um, I think a lot of people like when you say that they don't like <clears throat> they'll end up when they when they book a holiday, there's a ton of people that set an expectation in their head about how they want to look. But there ma- this always seems to be a massive um, gap between the expectation that they set and the reality of the actions they're willing to give or start sooner, you know? It's like, if you book a holiday in January, then you obviously want to look fucking awesome going away. And it's like, yeah, you want to look awesome, but you know that if you look awesome, it's going to make you feel fucking incredible. That's the full reason that people do it. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to look great. It's like, yeah, you want to look great, but that's because you want to feel good. And it becomes, like we say, it goes from that external to internal. And there's an expectation there. But then what happens is if you leave it too late and do not give yourself enough time, you do not adjust the expectation. These people give themselves six weeks and still feel like they want to be in the best shape of their fucking life. It's like, oh, yeah, why did you not start six months months ago? ago. Yeah. Um, And I'm not saying that you have to start in December for your summer body. and That's something you will see plastered around social media on the run up to Christmas by coaches, right? As like summer starts now, your summer body starts in the winter. In fact, you might start seeing these posts come November. Like if you want the body for next year, no, it's like, look, if you want to fucking change your life and you want to feel incredible, anytime you now. Away, just start fucking now. Like if you want to look incredible and or get into the best shape you possibly can for your summer holiday that's in July, start now. If you want to look incredible for your summer holiday that's in or your holiday that's in the October break, start now. But it's actually you're going away just before Christmas, start fucking now. If you're going on a massive holiday next year, start now. Because, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it just comes back to that sort of thing of, again, we've said it so many times, but if the real reason as to why you want to change your life, and again, go back to episode nine last week, what is life-changing results? If you truly want to change your life, it's not going to be, realistically, it's not about that holiday. Because see what, because guess what? See if that holiday gets cancelled, 
let's say COVID came around again or generally just something happened that you had to cancel it, your goals are still your goals. You still want to feel more confident. You still want to be able to put on a pair of shorts or your swimsuit or your swimwear or your bikini and feel shit hot. You want to be able to put on clothes and go out at dinner time and not worry about being bloated or not worry about how you look or have to stand a certain angle when you get your photos taken with your partner or if it's a group picture. Those goals are still your goals and it's that reason as to why you actually started. Yes, you're using your um, holiday or your summer holiday as sort of guidance and as, as Blair says, that sort of expectation Well, now I've got that benchmark. I now know the 1st of July I'm going on holiday. But if that gets cancelled, do you tell me now that those goals just don't exist? Mm-hmm. They still do. You still want to improve your life and as Blair says, it's just get started. Like Even if it's for next year, like if you know you're saving up for a right big holiday, whether it's a nice big family holiday, maybe a honeymoon, maybe something, I don't know, whatever it is, but you know you want to change your life before next year, don't wait till March, yeah. like, as in next year. Just start now. And again, it's like that, as well as probably tying in with that, you'll probably give this, Blair, you just don't see people like having plan or support in place either, like actually having something to follow, which again, when you don't have that plan in place, you're going to leave it last minute. Yep. Yeah, you just you just go at it like fucking will and you know what I mean? You just you end up kind of guesswork. But I think kind of coming back to what you said there in terms of like a lot of people, um, and I'm going to talk more probably on a female perspective because on a one to one basis or a coach basis, I have probably worked with more females than I have males. Um. But a lot of the time when it comes to getting in shape and getting and then feeling good for you going on holiday wearing a bikini, uh, you say it because you're like, yeah, I want, to, I want to feel amazing. I want to look amazing when I'm on holiday. Um, but we all know it's it's an internal it's an internal factor of you want to feel confident in your own skin. You want to feel like you look like you can wear that bikini, right? You want to look like fucking a million dollars. Guys as well, to be fair, you want to look fucking ripped. You want to look awesome. But it's an internal factor. And like coming back to you, like when that holiday cancels, you're telling me that you're suddenly now absolutely okay with how you look and how you feel in yourself. Absolutely not. You book the holiday because that's motivation, but you're not realizing or you've not sat down with yourself and given yourself the time to look at the purpose and the why. The real reason, like the motivation is the holiday that could get fucking canceled. And you're going to drop off and you're still going to feel just as shit if you were going on holiday or not. You don't need a holiday or to book a holiday or for summer to come around to, to get motivation. You just need to actually be open and honest with yourself. I think we, we mentioned that in last, the last episode as well. So yeah, that's exactly. the things you don't mean. Yeah, and that's that. It's just about being open and honest. But again, as you know for a fact that worth booking that holiday, you know that, like, you know for a fact that you don't feel great, but you're, as, as Blair says, you're using that as motivation and, and a target to work towards, but what happens if it gets cancelled? Does that mean now that it's not there? So you know it. And again, to sort of overcome that, like I just sort of said, was basically just thinking, how can I get a plan that's going to give me at least three months worth of work? Whether that's a one-off plan that you buy from someone, whether that's one you've used before and you know it worked, but again, it gives you the sort of tools that you need or go and get support from someone, get accountability from a coach, from a friend, from a partner, from, again, someone you might have done it before with. But that way, that's going to help you overcome that way of going, well, do you know what? I do want to feel my best. I do want to get life-changing results. 
And I do know that this goes way beyond going on holiday. Get yourself a plan, get yourself some some support, and get yourself some accountability. Yeah, thousand percent, one thousand percent. So, what would you say for you, Blair? What would you say maybe one of your sort of common mistakes that you may see? Um, again, this could even be something that we've made before, because I know for a fact I've made that decision before, uh, mm-hmm. and that that mistake, sorry, before is not deciding to do it faster. Yeah, what would you say? Sort of one of the most common yeah. ones that you see. So I, th- I think, I mean, like, obviously we're, we're thinking about summer mistakes as a whole, like, so let's come back to, like, the, the back end of things, like, so what I tend to see even, I've, I've seen it with clients, I've seen it with um, just, keep you know, keeping an eye and, and looking at people's progress, you know, on social media and people I know, but look, you're willing to put in three months, some, some, some people do take the time. You know what I mean? Like, not everyone gives themselves six weeks to get in shape, right? That's just tends to be quite, unfortunately, a lot of people. But there's a lot, of, there's a, you know, there's another percentage of people who will give themselves time and they'll get into fantastic shape to go on holiday. And then as soon as their holiday is up, they go back to square one. They go back to the old habits, the, 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 the old negative bad habits that put them back to that place where they needed to change for four months, they go straight back to that. As soon as they come back to the holiday, everything that they've done previous goes out the fucking window. Now, the best thing that you can do, and I say this to clients, like, just get your foot back in the door. You don't have to go back to the gym five days a week if that's where you finished off. You don't have to go back to tracking um, your calories every single fucking day to the gram um, if that's where you left off. You just have to maintain the basic habits. Otherwise, what's going to happen is come the following year, you're going to end up repeating the exact same process. And instead of improving on what you've achieved and building upon that, creating, you know, a stronger, fitter, healthier version of yourself where you will ooze with more confidence, which means that you would be able to book a holiday within two weeks notice and go away rather than saying, no, I can't do that because I've got to have three, four months until I get in shape and feel confident to go away. You can build and improve on the results you've already got rather than continually starting back at square one and achieving the exact same result year on year. Like for me as a coach and for someone that helps people, seeing people do that can be so frustrating because it's like, you know, you we know you have the potential. We know you have the ability to improve on that. We know that you have the ability to create um you know, even more progress and get even better results if you just maintained where you were when you come back. Just putting your foot in the door. Yeah, exactly. And that's so true because, again, something I've probably done before many times when I first started training stuff like get as everyone's in a right good shape. And again, like you say, you've probably given yourself the time. You've put in a lot of hard work, hard work sweat, tears, effort, money, you name it. And then all of a sudden you come back from holding and say, oh, yeah, that was good, but now let's just go back to where I was. And that's the whole point. I got, that goes back to actually what we were saying. The first point is, well, those goals are still there. Like You still want to be truly confident. You still want to be conduct yourself and carry yourself in a manner that you're proud. You want to still be productive when it comes to your work. You still want to be the best version of yourself for your partner, friends, colleagues, family, you name it. So that doesn't necessarily change just when you come back to your holiday, and as Blair says, just really about just getting started again. doesn't have to be as precise, precise, sorry, as you were when you went, you uh, before you went away. 
just get started again. Like, get your first full day under your belt. If you're travelling during the night or you're home, just get that first full day, get yourself settled, get home, get, see the next day. Even if it's just literally, like, jumping about in the living room, literally for 10, 15 minutes, a nice bodyweight workout. Some just getting that getting that back into the routine. So I think as well, like I can generally say, hand on heart, I've definitely done it before when I went away a lot younger. And um, when I went away with the boys and stuff like that, I worked my ass off to be in the best shape that I was to go away and enjoy myself for the reasons that I wanted to do it. Mm. And then I come back and it would take like a week, if not two, three weeks, to get back into the gym, just because you were like, well, what what now? But back then I was so young, I didn't really understand the whole why reason. Whereas now, across the 10 episodes, we've tried to explain to you guys as the listeners to understand this whole process. Because mm-hmm. if I really understood my why back then, I probably wouldn't have then took three weeks to get back to the gym. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. Because, like, and again, it's, that's come from people that work in, you know, work as this, you know, coaches, you know what I mean? And I think it's just making sure that if you go away, and you've been putting, you've been working your fucking arse off to get an incredible shape to go away, enjoy it, you know, whatever your reasoning may be to get an incredible shape to go away, feel fucking insane in your own skin is, is your own reasoning and that's fine, but my biggest piece of advice is just do not wait too long to get back to work after it in terms of, you don't have to, you, you could be just coming at it from a maintenance standpoint, you know, you could just be coming at it being like, I like how I look and I'm just going to maintain how it is for the rest of the year and maybe... When it comes to the start of the following year, then maybe I'll pick things up a bit more intensely again. That's absolutely fine, but just do not undo the past four or five months' work that you've done um, because you've not got another fucking holiday to look forward to. You know, like you've completely changed yourself physically, mentally, your routines and your habits are in a much healthier place. You feel fantastic in your own skin. You've had more confidence. You probably smile more. You probably back yourself more. You now have more self belief, and yet we're going to we're going to sack that off because well the holiday's done and what's the absolute point in keeping up any of the routines and habits that have supported me, benefited me, and made me feel better within my life? Like when we say it out like that, it sounds fucking nuts to to not continue doing it, but yet this is what happens. Yeah, as well, I think, going off what Blair said there, like it does sound bizarre when you say it loud, but as well, just remind yourself, like, how good did you actually feel throughout the process, not necessarily when you went on holiday? Think about the process. Think about probably how proud you felt of the changes that you made to your habits, your behaviour, your lifestyle, your, your sort of perspective, your outlook on certain things, how you managed to get stronger in the gym, how you managed to build your steps up from almost doing none to however many you built it up to, being able to say no to certain social events because you knew that I had to take things to do, being able to learn new skills or learn new education or go and learn something and implement it. Think how good that you felt through that whole process. So then take that back into now, create that sort of what again we spoke about last week, create that sort of lifestyle now that you want to be proud of, that you want to then possibly teach to your partner, colleagues, friends, family, kids maybe. Um, so that way then you, you want to obviously lead by example. The chances are you probably inspired a lot of folk even leading into that holiday. So now inspire folk even more off the back of it because folk will get inspired and motivated off of you doing what you do, leading into holiday and going, wow, Blair looks absolutely sort of class when we went on holiday. We went away with Mrs. and the, the new guy and he looked absolutely class. He looked like a really good time. Oh wait, now look at Blair when he comes back, he's not really doing much. Whereas now, 
how much more inspiration can it be when he comes back and now just goes back to his habits and behaviours again? And actually now maybe sets himself new goals. And as Blair said, one of those goals might be actually to maintain what you've achieved. I think see when it see when it comes down to it, you know, when you know, I think you've got to ask yourself is do you want to get in fucking shape for this holiday or do you want to get in shape for life? You know, if you feel freaking amazing, when you get in shape for a holiday and you feel amazing on the holiday, would you not like to feel like that 365? Like that 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 is the reality of it. It's like let's stop only feeling fucking good for going away in the summer and going away on our summer holiday and then living the, the other 95% of the year feeling fucking miserable about ourselves. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would rather live 95% feeling great and 5% feeling shit. Yeah, definitely. I think, and that, and that is the thing, everyone, there'll be very few people out there that will say the opposite, that will say that they'd rather yeah. live 95% in the dumps and 5% in the good. Yeah. Let's be honest. I, that's the thing. It's like, I know for a fact that anyone listening to this who who, is, who has been that person or is that person who gets in shape for summer then gets out of shape over the rest of the year and it feels like they're back to square one and wants to be 95% of the time feeling fantastic and only 5% feeling shit. Every single one of them would agree with that phase, but yet your actions are different from what you want. And it's like our actions have to start now speaking towards what it is actually that we want. You know, it becomes more than just getting in shape for summer. It's just getting in shape for the rest of your fucking life. And then you won't ever have to get in shape for summer again. Do it once and never do it again. Yeah, because then you you then learn. You, you you learn, you understand what it takes to then do it. And then you've sort of learned those sort of protocols and principles that you need. But that's it. Like, every single person that is probably listening to this, I'd be surprised if there's no one that is listening to this that doesn't want to get in shape for life. Yeah. Yes, we want to be in shape for holiday, but we do want to be in shape for life, whether it's, again, to actually just improve overall life or your body. There's so many different ways that you can get in shape. And again, you getting in shape is totally different to the person sitting next to you getting in shape. But it's yeah. about what you truly call getting in shape. Again, getting in shape could be mentally for you. Um, but oh, really? are, if you want to change your mental shape, you want to do it for life. You don't want to do it for holiday. Yeah. So would you say, is there anything else that you would say is a lot, you know, a big mistake that people make? Uh, for me, probably as well, like, again, sort of transition from what you were saying there, Blair, in terms of after the holiday, also after the holiday or after getting in shape, but also maybe if you've got in shape to go on holiday. For me, it's just be like, and I apologise if this upsets you, but do not be an idiot. Like, do not eat like an idiot, do not drink like an idiot. You're not a child. Like you've probably chances are again going back to that sort of if you've sort of worked damn hard to get to where you want to be and you now go on holiday, by all means, honestly, go away and enjoy yourself because you've worked hard. But don't go away and if you're all inclusive, don't have five plates at breakfast, five plates at lunch, five plates at dinner. Because guess what? See you there for a week, there's going to be food tomorrow. And guess what? If you are all inclusive, there's going to be food at lunch, there's going to be food at dinner, there's going to be alcohol the whole day as well. Don't be an idiot. Don't be daft with it because ultimately you're going to literally undo all your hard work that may have taken you three months, may have taken you, even if you have managed it in six weeks, if you've done it in six months, if you've been working on it for maybe a month, or a, a year and a half to maybe a year, you will literally undo that so fast because you've literally worked so hard for it and you're looking forward to it. Just think about how can I go and enjoy myself, eat mindful, 
drink mindful and how can I enjoy it? Because ultimately that's what one of the big things I do see. Um, and again, if, if I do have a client that's possibly been new on new into the programme and this is maybe the first holiday or the first sort of real fat loss phase with us, it's one of the big things I'll always make sure that I'll one, ask them, is that something you, that you've done before? And the chances are, it sort of leads on to some a sort of another mistake is that you're probably too restrictive before yep. like getting in shape anyway, which then sort of leads to wanting to eat that sort of over-excessive at breakfast, over-excessive at lunch, dinner, and just sort of, whereas that way then if you're not that restrictive, you're not going to have that issue or there's going to be less of an issue. But yeah, just think how hard you worked. Again, going back to that sweat, tears, energy, effort, money, everything that you invest, even probably say no to certain social occasions, probably say no to certain family parties and things like that. You've probably suffered quite a bit to get in the shape of your life, to go away and enjoy yourself on holiday or whatever event it is, to then let you undo it. And I mean, easily, you could undo it in 20, 40, 40 hours. It's that simple. Yep. Yeah, no, totally. I think, um, like you say, it comes down to it. It's like, you're an adult, like realize that actions have consequences. And it's like, do you want to accept that consequence? So look, the, the, what tends to happen is this is how the story runs. You get into the best shape of your life. You feel fucking fantastic. You go away on holiday. You look great for the first two, three days. Then day four, five, six, and, and seven, you start to feel shit. You start to feel bloated. You start to then feeling like you've undone the hard work that you've done. You come back and now you're in, a, you're in an absolute spiral and you're like, well, what's the fucking point? And the reality is, is you just couldn't, you just didn't, adult yourself or didn't parent yourself when you were away like if you had a child and you were away and they were wanting to eat fucking shit or five plates all the time and eat ice cream and chocolate all the time you're away on holiday or at any point in time you'd be like no don't do that that's not good for you like you're not going to do that so why are you allowing yourself to do that and do not think that it is any different from doing that with food than it is to doing it with drink because People seem to think there's a difference here, but alcohol just has as much, you know, you can consume just as much calories from alcohol. So it's not, it's not just food that you have to parent yourself on. Like, I'm not saying not to go away and have cocktails and have drinks and go out and have good nights. No, of course, like you've probably worked your arse off. You've saved money. You've booked on a fantastic holiday and you're going away. Definitely go away and enjoy yourself. But what I'm saying is don't take the piss to the point that affects how you feel within yourself. Because that is not worth it. Whether you think it is or not, it's not worth it. Because by day seven, you end up feeling fucking shit. And you spend two grand on a fucking holiday to feel shit on day seven. Yeah, I could not agree more. Um, and actually, when, when Blair was going through that, if you watch it on YouTube, you'll obviously see it. But when Blair started to explain day one to day two to day three, I've been there. Literally, again, going back to one of the boys' holidays, I've done it. I got myself in that much shape that I probably restricted far too much. But then when I went on holiday... Again, one, it being a lad's holiday, but still eating eating when you could, drinking literally from the minute you, you open your eyes to the minute you go to bed. Yeah, you think it's great at the time. But literally then I'm like, well, literally by the time we, we, uh, day seven comes, you do not look the way you looked before you went. And now I feel like so much worse. But that's exactly it. And it's like, we are definitely, one thing we do want to put a disclaimer on this, we are not telling you not to go away and enjoy yourself. By all means, no shape or form, go away. Have have more food than you normally would have. Why? Because you've just worked damn hard and you've dieted hard to look good. Go away and enjoy dinners out. Enjoy ice creams after dinner. Enjoy drinks or pints or beers or whatever it is you're going for. 
But as as Blair says, just sort of parent yourself. Yeah. What would you say to your to your sort of child if you had one, or you were looking after someone else's children? Just think like, do I really need that extra plate, or do I really need a starter, main, and dessert every night? Even if even if you're self catering, you're eating out. Like it's just that way where, be mindful. Or if you want to do that, maybe have a smaller lunch, or maybe just not have lunch. Still, yeah. still trying to be mindful of what you're doing. Yeah. Again, if you're away for two weeks, you might want to maybe just do the odd sort of run or the odd bigger walk to get a little bit more output, a little bit more exercise. And it's not about saying you must go on holiday and train because I'll put my hands up. I don't anything sort between uh, one to seven days. I don't train. I don't. I just make sure that I. I'm mindful of what I do when I eat and drink, and I do try and stay a little bit more active than what I would. Yeah, go out walking or stuff like that. Yeah, but if I'm there away for two weeks, I'll probably do some form of exercise. Yeah. Just yeah. for the reason of, for more mentally, I just like to do it. And you enjoy not it. Right? Yeah, not necessarily from like, oh, well, I'm going to lose all my body shape, or yeah, I'm yeah. there to enjoy myself. I'm there, But again, I'm just being special. I am there slightly longer. I, I will just parent myself that little bit more. I will mm-hmm. be more aware that, look, I am away from my normal habits and routines for 14 days, I'm here to enjoy myself, whether it's with my partner, friends, family, you name it. Yeah, of course. I think as well, like, I think coming back to one of the points you said earlier, it's like, you know, this isn't the only holiday you're going to go on either. You know what I mean? This isn't the only holiday of your life. So, like, I, I had this, I had this same situation back this, what, this must have been six, six years ago or something like that. I was, um, when I worked one-to-one at the time I worked in a really private studio, it was literally just me and the guy who owned the studio who used to work in it. It was just one-to-one. Sorry, I've got a moving dog underneath me. Um, but uh, I, so this, this woman had to came back. Some people would just come in the door to speak to us. Um, so I was in the middle of a session um, or had I just finished up a session, a training session. Um, and this, this woman had came in, she'd said to me, I'm looking, I'm looking about getting in shape for my 50th. Uh, and I was like, when when is it? And she was like, oh, it's um, at such and such date. I think it was about 10, about, about 10 weeks, 10, 12 weeks. She's like, what would I need to do to lose? Um, I think it was like a stone to two stone. I was like, well, the reality is you've got 10 weeks. And I explained it all to her. I was like, this is what you're going to have to embark on. This is what you're going to have to do. She's like, because she had said at the beginning, like, I really want to get in shape. I'd like, I've, you know, I don't feel great myself. And I was like, right, right, that's fine. Explained everything to her. Um, and her reply was, ah, you know what? I just, I just like red wine too much. And I turned, I literally turned to her on the spot and was like, you only turn 50 once. I was like, you'll never get this chance to look good for 50 again. So that's up to you. Uh, and then to be fair, she left after that. But <laughs> the reality is, is you only get one life. Right. And yeah, okay, that, that may not have been the best example to use because you can book multiple holidays and the next holiday you're going on might not be your last ever holiday. But what I'm saying is like make it one, make it make it one chance. Just give yourself that one chance to get in shape and stay in shape. Then you won't ever have to get in shape for a holiday again. You'll have the habits, the routines, and everything you need in place to go on holiday next week and feel good within your skin feel good with how you look, parent yourself well, come back and stay in routine. Because that's the biggest thing. Like, how many times do you, like, mate, how many times have you been away? How, like, 14 days is far too long for a holiday. Yeah, I don't know if I mean, like, you get to day, you get to day nine, ten, and you're like, fuck me, I just want to go home. 
Yeah, it is long. Yeah, it is. And that's it. It's just like you do only get one life. And that's it. It's exactly what we're saying. You just want to obviously make sure you take control of it mm-hmm. and do it. Look after yourself properly. But again, still in the same sense, still want to enjoy yourself. Um, and again, it's uh, just about parenting yourself that little bit more like that, going back to sort of just. Just don't be daft or don't be an idiot when you go away. Like, especially if you are away for that sort of longer term of, of maybe 14 days. That is a long time. So just think about, go back to that whole process thing that we talk about, like leading up to you going away on holiday or even coming back from holiday, whatever it may be. Maybe you might just even get, get in shape for summer, you might not have a holiday. Like think about how hard you've worked to yeah. then possibly just undo it by just not, but just being a little bit daft and a little bit more less mindful. Mm. But I just think about, imagine you just sort of slightly switched on a little bit, but wait, wait a minute, actually, yeah, I want to have a, a three-course meal every night I go out. Why? Because I'm away for 14 days. That alone will probably put on X amount of body fat, never mind uh, breakfast or lunch or mm. ice cream or dinner uh, or um, pints or cocktails or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, just sort of be mindful. That's all I would sort of say, because, again, I'm talking from experience. Um, as I say, like that sort of day day one to day seven, that's happened to me several times, yeah. um, especially when I was younger. It definitely did, because that way where you are, re- you are too restrictive, you then go on holiday. Because you have been so restrictive, you missed out on certain foods, alcohol, social events, you name it, you've went almost sort of cold turkey. Now you're on holiday. I'm going, right, cool, I've went cold turkey for the last three or four months. Now I'm going all out. I'm going the total opposite. And literally by the time day four or day five comes, I look, I look like a totally different person. Yeah, and you feel shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, like, you, you look shit and then you feel shit as well. And, like, I, I, like, I want to get across, and I think Jack's the same, like, when we talk about getting in shape and, and getting into the best shape of your life and then also the fact that you still want to enjoy yourselves, realise that you can do both. Like, I think so many people think it's either I enjoy life or I get in shape. It's one or the other. It's like the two of them can live next to each other. You can get in shape and enjoy your life. You just have to be, you have to realise um, that there's sacrifice on both sides, you know? So that if you're going to go through, if you've got a lot of things coming up, social events, and you're not willing to sacrifice those, and you want to go all out and enjoy them, then understand that, yeah, if you're trying to drop body fat, and lose weight that yeah you there's, there's methods and things that we can use to try and manage it to the best ability but you probably not make a shitload of progress at that moment in time but at the same time knowing when actually i really want to make i really want to push progression here i really want to try and get a little bit leaner feel a bit better then i'm going to have to sacrifice some of the social events now that doesn't mean or the enjoyment events whatever you've got that doesn't mean you have you don't have to go to them it just means you have to plan them even more. Maybe you have to say no to the foods that are there or the drink or the alcohol or whatever's really getting in the way of you being able to give more of 100% to the, the training and getting in shape. The two can live next to each other. You just have to parent them, or parent yourself, and balance them, knowing when you're going to push from one and pull from the other and when you're going to push in the other and pull from that one. Yeah, totally agree. And again, that probably comes from as well like we would like to think that myself and Blair probably the way that we run our business and the way that we sort of market ourselves and the, the coaching platform and the coaching program that we deliver to clients 
shows exactly that, whether it's from client results or the way that we live, whether it's how we document our life. We like to think, well, I like to think, anyway, I know Blair's probably the same. I like to think that I try and include everything, whether it's out for dinner with one of my mates, whether it's out for dinner with Rachel, whether it's um, out for like a Monday night out for my sister's birthday. Like, that's just what happens. Mm. But it's about how we document it to show you guys that it is, that is possible. And yeah, you are going to have to sacrifice some things. You are going to have to say no to certain social events because you can't do it all. It goes back to then being that sort of idiot and being daft, not parent yourself. But in the same sense, you can still go to a garden party and enjoy a few, enjoy a few drinks with your pals, 100%. Mm. Why? Because one, we're living proof of it. We've done it before many times and we encourage all clients to do it, depending on their goals, depending on their relationship with themselves, depending on the relationships with, with food, where they are on the sort of cycle of change. Mm-hmm. But that's why coaching becomes individual yeah, because yeah. it's tailored towards your needs, yeah, your yeah. wants, your goals. And I think, I think you know what, a big thing to realise is that, for me anyway, if you're at the start of your journey, like you've spent a lot of your life enjoying things and not a lot of it keeping fit, staying active and, and getting in that side of things, realise that you're going to have to spend a lot of time on the opposite side of the scale for now until you understand it. Everyone preaches balance, but you cannot understand what balance is unless you know what both sides of the scale are. You have to experience both sides of the scale to know where that tipping point is. If you've only ever really spent a lot of time in trying to get into shape a little bit, but going out every fucking weekend, or when it gets to summer, like all you do is get in shape for summer, then going out to beer gardens and or beer and barbecues and whatever it might be, you pack your social calendar full you don't understand the opposite side of the scale, which is full on just getting into the best shape of your life and saying no to everything. I'm not saying that you have to say no to everything. I'm just saying you're going to have to start swinging more on that side of the scale to gain an understanding of what it's like. And at that point, you will be able to be in a better position to find your sweet spot for balance. If you don't, then you preach about balance, you're never going to find it. Yeah, 100%. And then sort of moving on from there, what would you then say, or if you have got any other mistakes you might see, um, or that you maybe experienced with yourself or experienced with clients, is there any other ones that we want to make the sort of listeners aware of? To be, to be fair, like the, the um, I think we just kind of really kind of covered that. The one that I was going to bring up was just making sure that you don't, you know, um, when it comes to summer, when the better weather comes in, trying to avoid packing your calendar full every day, every weekend with events on, um, because you'll feel you'll feel like you're running a losing battle. Um, in terms of smashing, you know, you're trying to smash everything Monday to Thursday, come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're kind of off the bus. You know, I I, I use the term that my clients staying on the fucking bus, um, and like if you're checking out all of the time, if you're signing off that bus every single weekend, you're going to end the summer feeling like you've made zero progress in the past six months. And that'll be frustrating because you'd be thinking that you've been knocking your pan in. Um, and a lot of it comes down to just add, like filling up your social calendar all the time because you're not learning to say no, because you're not listening to yourself. Because... What's the funny thing is, because every single person here has done it, I know it, and if you haven't done it, you're lying, is how many times have you booked things in for the weekend and while booking it in saying and committing to it and saying, I'm going to turn up, I'm going to 
come to your barbecue, we're going to have drinks, and you you pencil that in, knowing that you cannot be fucked doing that. Like I didn't want to do that. I just want to I just want to train and feel good because I've been feeling great in my training right now, and that's the last thing I want to do. But I'm going to do it anyway, even though it's what I don't want to fucking do. And it's like, why? Why are you going to literally put yourself through something that you don't want to do? Because it's only going to make you feel worse, make you feel shit, and you're only going to regret it. I'm not saying don't turn up to your mate's barbecue. I'm just saying turn up and, you know, carry it out how you would want to. Maybe you don't want to drink. That's absolutely fine. Maybe you want to bring your own stuff. That's absolutely fine. You know, I'm not saying that you have to do that. I'm just saying you've got to listen to yourself. And if you're saying that you can't be arsed going on X night out because you don't want to feel shit, then either don't go or don't drink. And I definitely know that a lot of folk will be able to relate that relate to that because let's talk about lockdowns and things like that. When everything then started to really open up, everyone and their granny was back out socialising, going out for breakfast, going out for lunches, going out for dinners, going out for drinks. Again, even think about the time where beer gardens were or drinks were permitted outside only. So everyone went to, to pubs and clubs or restaurants and all that that had beer gardens because they could get food and drink outside. Like, you just ram that into into what you can. And, and what we're trying to say here is, is, like, if you know that you've worked damn hard, yeah, by all means, again, goes that goes back to that thing of go and enjoy yourself. But don't just say yes for the sake of saying yes. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you do want to go to these things, but you don't want to drink, don't be scared to be your own person because that's what makes you individual. And again, going back to what Blair was saying there is, how long have you suffered with the pain that you've went through before you're getting in shape? The chances are you've suffered somewhere along the lines, like me and Blair spoke about way back in episode one. We probably suffered a long, long time, whether it was confidence, whether it was sort of taking back control of ourselves, whether it was sort of feeling low and feeling conscious where it was attracting the opposite sex or attracting someone you wanted to sort of, might even be a, a family member, you wanted to make them more like, oh, look at me, I want to be just like you. Fitting in, whatever it is, that chances are that will stem longer than probably 18 to 20, 24 months for every single person. 100%. So if that pain's longer than two years, how long have you been then doing that for? And you're not willing to commit to maybe three or six months of maybe just saying no and maybe saying yes every, every now and then. Be yeah. your own person. Think about the reason why you're doing these things. And, like, yeah, turn up and just take the car. Turn up and say, no, look, hey, I'm only going to have one burger and I'll have one pint or one bottle of beer or whatever it is. Or do you know what? No, I'm not. I've got the car here, but I'm happy enough to stay for as long as I need or I'm going to stay for a few hours. Why? Because I want to be socialising but I don't want to ruin progress because actually, you know what, next week I've got a night out and not saying that's more important, but it's been something you may be looking forward to a long time or it's a group of friends you may be not seen in a long time. It's just really about trying to, again, just goes back to that sort of parenting thing. Just mm-hmm. parent yourself and as Blair says, don't ram your social calendar because it's not going to end well. Physically, it's not going to end well, but more mentally and emotionally, you're just going to beat yourself up. Like You're yeah. going to think, why on earth did I do that? Why on earth to invest all that hard-earned money, time, effort, energy, sweat, tear into getting in shape to then possibly just blown it like that? Yeah, totally, man, totally. It's, and like you say, I think it's more the mentally side things as well, you know, because you just end up beating yourself up. You end up doing things that you didn't want to do, feeling exactly how you knew you were going to feel. 
and it's not worth it. And coming back to it, like 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 Jack said, you got to ask yourself how long have you been feeling this way? How many how many years have you been dieting down for a summer holiday? How many times have you repeated that process? There's a good chance with a lot of the people listening, if you're that kind of person that diets for a summer holiday and then gets out of shape, you've probably done that for the past, I mean, excluding COVID, for the past five years, five, six years. There's a good chance of it. And you are, you're just going from getting in shape to getting out of shape and back to square one, getting back to the same shape you were in, back to square one. You'd actually, in the past five to six years, you've probably made very, very little progress. And yeah, you get those bouts of like, oh yeah, I feel great, but then you spend the like six months of the year feeling shit. So over the past six years, you've spent three years feeling shit. It's three so years of your life, you're never going to fucking get back. So the question is, at what point do we start, stop working towards getting in shape for a summer holiday and we start looking at getting into that shape that you want that, that you want for a summer holiday Period. and maintaining it year round. Because if you feel fucking fantastic and you feel great in your own skin, your confidence up, like I said earlier, your confidence, your self-belief, um, your mood, your energy, everything is better. Your habits, your routines, you feel healthier. You know, you're a happier person. You know, you're a, you're a better person to be around for your partner, for your friends, for your mum, your dad, your sister, your brother, whatever it may be. Don't you want to be like that for the next three years all the fucking time? Now, of course, yes, reality. You're not going to be like that. There's shit things that are going to happen, of course. But do you not want to be like that for the next three, year, next three four, five, six, fucking rest of your life? Instead of being six months good, six months shit, six months good shit, six months shit. No, I totally agree with that. And that's it. It's like, again, everything that we sort of talk about on these podcasts, we've done before ourselves. Like, we've either experienced it with clients, but chances are anything we experience with clients, we've been there before. Like, we have made all these mistakes, whether it is getting in shape, giving ourselves enough time, whether not parent ourselves enough, whether it's ramming our schedule too much, like, or just maybe not starting back in the gym when we should be starting back or back. Like, we've made all these mistakes and the thing is just about trying to be open and honest and saying, look, you are only normal for doing it, but we're trying to create this podcast to take you from lost to limitless, really, um, with limitless amount of energy, limitless amount of knowledge, power, education, understanding on how to overcome these sort of small problems that we talk about week in, week out. So, Blair, what would you say, one, is there any more mistakes you want to talk about? But if not, um, what would you say your sort of maybe 1% takeaway or your takeaway action and implement step would be to the listeners this week? Realise that your summer holiday is not your real reason for getting in shape. Take, um, take a minute to sit back and actually ask yourself why you're wanting to get in shape for this summer holiday because it's not the holiday that's the issue. Yeah, could not agree more. And do, don't think we really need to say much more on that because that's, oh, that's, like, it, that's all I'm giving. <laughs> like your goals, your goals are still your goals, whether it's to go on holiday, whether it's to jump oh, up and down. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like your goals are still your goals. 100%. What about yourself, mate? For me, it's probably, I would probably say parent yourself more. Um, Like that sort of, that understanding of like, even if, again, because parent yourself more can then be more like, again, that can go through almost everything that we spoke about from giving yourself enough time, like being an adult and thinking, wait a minute, again, that goes back to 
how long did, how long have you felt like that? Don't expect to turn that around in six weeks. So just, yeah, just be sort of more mindful and aware of your actions, habits, behaviours, whether it's getting in shape, staying in shape, off the back of being in shape or being on holiday. Be more aware of sort of your actions and, yeah, just parent yourself more. 100%, man. No, I think, again, I think that's another another really super important one, again, for year round. You know what I mean? It's like at some point you have to realise that we're in fucking control of our life, but that, as much as it's very powerful, you know, and, like, you know, you are your own person, incredible. You have to, you have to paint that. You have to monitor it. It's like us, it's like us being, like, self-employed. You know, it's great. It gives us a touch shit ton of freedoms, but we have to monitor ourselves. We have to parent ourselves. We have to be the boss of ourselves. You know, we have to not just be the employee that builds the business. We have to, we have to be the boss that fucking tells ourselves what we need to do. And if we don't manage ourselves like that, then, you know, we end up falling away. So it comes back down to the same thing with you and your diet, with your nutrition, parent yourself. You're away on holiday and there's things there. Tell yourself no, you know? It's a super important thing. Yeah, definitely. That's been a good one today. I've enjoyed that. And hopefully, as always, you guys managed to take something away from it. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully prevent you from making these mistakes or allow you to realise that maybe you've made these mistakes last year and then not to make them this year. Yeah, and even just to get the brain thinking, you know. So yeah, thank definitely. you, as always. <laughs>